0: You're listening to All About Property Sourcing with Paul Rose, brought to you by the Sourced Property Podcast. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Sourced Property Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Rose. And on this episode, I'd like to talk about a topic that a lot of people struggle with. Where do you start when you are looking to start sourcing or how do you approach sourcing? Obviously, if you're a listener of the podcast, you'll know that there are many, many different strategies and structures and, you know, lots of different outcomes and lots of potential income streams. So where do you begin? Well, in this episode, I will talk about the common mistakes to avoid and also share with you the best possible approach to your working day or week when sourcing to minimize wasted time. We're all guilty of procrastinating and wasting time. So uh, we'll try and get around that. But first of all, what is it you are looking to achieve as a sourcer? Because there's no point in jumping the gun and looking to, you know, source and use various different strategies if you don't really know what your goals are. You you don't really know where you want to be headed. So you know, first of all, what is it you're looking to achieve? It could be cash flow per month, so two thousand to five thousand pounds a month, regular cash flow, or is it? lump sums of cash every few months like let's say 10,000 to 20,000 pounds or is it larger less frequent sums of money so you know let's say 50k every six months depending on what you want then this will dictate your approach and also the strategies that you should use it's no good searching for land developments let's say and you're looking to maybe package them up and sell them on or get involved with them because Nine times out of 10, they're going to take a lot longer to come to fruition. Now, if you're looking at any sort of development, then you've got that build time and you've got the selling time. You've got all sorts of surveys that need doing. You know, you're just talking the long game. So depending on what you want to, to achieve and you know what sort of income, if, it, if it's income that you're looking to measure this on, then that does dictate the approach and the strategies that you you should be looking to use. So if you're looking for monthly cash flow, I would say you need to focus on buying large deal packaging and selling on to investors. But bear in mind the sales process for non-cash buyers, you know, that's going to take around three months. It's a process. You can't make that any quicker. You know, as soon as solicitors get involved in the conveyancing process, you're looking at an average of around about three months. I'd say that's an average, you know, many times it goes, you know, you're pushing six months. It can be really slow and painful. So deal packaging, selling on to investors but do bear in mind the, the timescales involved on the back of that because of the the timescales are so let's say a regular let's say three to six months to sell you do need to generate a pipeline of deals to uh, have dripping off dropping off sorry so when you've got one sale coming through to completion you know that, you know, a few weeks later, let's say, you've got another sale coming through to completion. So once you've done that hard slog at the beginning of building that pipeline of deals, once you've got them going through the process and you've got them hopefully dropping off the payday at the end, then you're not waiting so long for those paydays to uh, drop off. Deal packaging is potentially monthly cash flow. On the flip side, if you're looking for more lump sums of cash, well, let's say between 10K and 20K, And strategies such as assisted sales, which we've spoken about before at length, small refurbs, or maybe using your own funds or maybe joint venture partner. These sorts of uh, larger, less frequent sums of money you've you've got you've got numerous strategies there isn't it in assisted sales and small refurbs but it's having that access to funds if you're looking to package something on then with assisted sales if you haven't got any funds you're looking to bring in a drink venture partner to care to uh, fund the refurb but it's a fantastic strategy whereby you can you can generate a nice lump sum of money like i say 10 20 30k and again similar to deal packaging you do need a pipeline of deals let's say you were going to focus on assisted sales predominantly Then you know, don't just put all your eggs in one basket. Concentrate on one. You can have a number of these going on at the same time to generate. So generate that pipeline. It's absolutely vital to keep the money coming in. You know, regular interval rather than being completely irregular. And you've got a feast or famine scenario. And then you've got the larger. Even more less frequent sums of money. Now I said, things said before, fifty thousand pound every six months. But I'm being really general here. We've got franchisees that sourced who tap into the access that they've got of hundred percent funding as a franchisee, and they carry out refurbs and conversions and developments that typically take six to twelve months. But these can generate profits from fifty k up to you know three hundred thousand and more. So it depends on the opportunity entirely and the line of credit and funding that you've you've got access to yourself. So common mistakes. We all make mistakes when starting out in business. I still make mistakes today. Nobody's perfect and and mistakes, that's just part of human nature. So common mistakes people make when starting out sourcing. And the first one is people become overwhelmed. And when people are overwhelmed, they tend to, to not do anything because they're kind of stuck or they feel stuck. Another one is people start but don't really understand the whole process. So they do the bits they understand and then it all comes to a standstill. And then the third one, which is a big common mistake, is it's super, super common that people source from other sources and just advertise other people's deals now, it's an absolute, bugbear bear in mind, the amount of times I've asked a saucer are you direct a vendor? And they'll turn around and say yes, but then you, they ask you to sign an NDA, which to me means they don't have the vendor signed up on a contract, so they have no exclusivity at all, really, to sell, sell the property or opportunity, whatever it is. Now, the reason they want you to sign an NDA is so you don't go around them and cut them out of the deal. People who do do deals, they tend to do so quietly. And efficiently, they aren't trying to sell every single deal on via Facebook groups and hoping for the best. The good sources are too busy doing business to be sat on Facebook every day. Now, I'm not saying you can't sell through you know the many Facebook property groups that are out there because I have sold deals through Facebook, so I'd never put Facebook down in that way. Are people that use Facebook, but what I'm talking about is these people that go on facebook and you see the same people posting again and again and again day after day in various groups saying i've got this i've got that i've got this i've got that i bet you my bottom dollar they haven't got it at all they're not direct to vendor they've seen somebody else selling it and they're piggybacking on somebody else's deal for a fee split that's the reality but the problem is with these types of people and these deals is don't get caught up doing it it's lazy sourcing you're not sourcing. You're in on somebody else's deal, and typically what you'll find is you are second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh in line for, for a cut of the pie. The reality is that's never going to come to fruition. There's just too many people involved, and the chances of you getting paid, unless you've got the right contracts in place and the right agreements, you just cross your fingers. It really is a scenario of hope. So some top tips to avoid these common mistakes. Set your targets, be they income or money banked by a certain time. So within six months, I want to have banked X amount. Once you know what your targets are, then you can work to achieve them. Without targets or goals, you're just drifting aimlessly and going nowhere. Two, apply a strategy that will help you meet those goals and understand that strategy inside out. And by that, I mean, you know, there are multiple streams of income in property. So many different strategies that you can apply. And it's a case of you can feel overwhelmed by that when you understand bits of these strategies. But what I would say is pick one, maximum two strategies to start out with. Learn them inside, out and back to front. Drink in that education. Take it in. Create your processes and move forward that way. Not overcomplicating it. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. And the next one is don't be a busy fool. Work to your targets and goals every day no matter how small it is you may only make one phone call but one phone call is better than none. meeting one person or what going to one networking meeting and speaking to four or five people is better than not going at all now last but not least you know property sourcing is not a get rich quick type scenario many training companies out there will tell you and their advertising is such that replace your income in so many days and it's utter utter garbage that's not to say you can't do it Of course you can, but it's not the norm. It takes a lot. Property sourcing is tough and it relies on a a very certain skill set. You will need to have certain skills in your locker or if you don't, you're going to have to learn them fast to be successful. The typical skills of a sourcer, when I think of a sourcer, are analytical, to be able to assess the opportunities and crunch the numbers and assess the viability of, of an opportunity. You've got to have your contracts and processes in place from start to finish you need to have a minimum as i spoke about this before of five key investors who you've built trust with to buy what you source because you can source all day long the best deal in the world if you don't have trust with some key investors who are going to buy these deals then it's no good sourcing them in the first place next one you will need a power team. You know, we spoke about this on another podcast, so have a look back on the, on the podcast episodes for that on who to include in your power team. And By the way, our power team podcast is a little bit different to, to others out there, so do make sure you have a, have a listen on that one. The next one is be effective. You know, successful people have 24 hours in a day. They just utilize it better. Time is so, so precious, and many people waste so much time Sat there on the phone, scrolling through social media, mind-numbing stuff. Get off your phone and use your time wisely. Put your phone down, unless you're making a call, obviously, and to just stop wasting time. Have a plan of attack. We've spoke about this already. You know what your goal is. So to reach it, you need to have a step-by-step plan. So you may be sourcing by-to-lets or refurbs or looking for small to medium developments. You need to hone your craft hone your sourcing craft and not become a busy fool looking at every single type of opportunity so have a plan stick to it and you need laser-like focus now i can't stress enough many people stagnate due to a lack of confidence you know laser focus on one or two strategies with a clear purpose is the most effective way to progress when sourcing bar none You know, and I can speak from experience. That's all it takes is focus. Some further tips on the back of them is don't sit and hide behind a laptop sourcing online. It's so easy to do, but this business is about people. So get out there and meet with the key influential people who can help you to facilitate your business you know, such as builders, agents, solicitors, planning officers, HMO officers, planning consultants, architects. You know, the list goes on and on, but you get the idea. Networking. It goes without saying, but networking is vital to any business. You now, if you're a property sorter, you want business to come and find you, to utilize, you know, leverage other people's experience, knowledge, and time. You can leverage other people's time. So people need to understand when you're networking what you can offer. You know, what do you bring to the table? How can you help them? So what you do is you tell everybody you know exactly what you're doing, what you can offer, network locally at property meetings and also business networking events also. Next one is be socially aware of what is happening in the industry you're working. You're working in the property industry to keep your fingers on the pulse. So how do you actually approach it? is the next little section. So how do you go about approaching it? Nice and simple. So as a guide, I would know what I'm sourcing before opening the laptop or sitting at my computer. So I have all my benchmarks to hand, such as the local rental values for different types of units, you know, likely end values of units, supplying demand in that area from tenants, the good areas, the bad areas, regeneration, Know, types of tenants in the different areas, et cetera, et cetera. I would also know before sitting down to source what constitutes a deal. You know, what am I looking for? If I've got key investors I'm working with, I've hopefully had a conversation with them and I know exactly what they want. So that then ties into the focus and gives you that that laser focus because you're sitting down with a clear idea of what you're looking for before you sit down to source. You know, I may be looking for an 8% yield on buy to let or it could be a discounted property or maybe it's a refurb with a 20% return on investment. So I'll need a good understanding on the cost involved with the refurb if I'm looking at, you know, refurbs. You know, all these things, you, you just need to tie it together when you're sitting down to source. So as soon as I run the basic figures, I can quickly work out and then assess the opportunities so as not to waste my time on viewing properties that just won't stack up for my investors. Many sources view lots of properties and think, hey, I'm great, I'm viewing 20 properties a day, when in actual fact, all you're doing is not much, but wandering around properties. Don't be that busy fool. Your time is so precious, so you should be using it effectively. Many people start property sourcing on the side of a day job. You know, you can't afford to waste that time. You've got to be methodical about it, and you've got to realise that it's a numbers game as well. You know, the more properties you look at, the more properties you're going to see that don't stack up. They're just not a deal. There's not an opportunity there. Now, that's not a negative. It's a process of elimination and a case of you honing your craft as a sourcer Because the more you do it, and the more that you assess, the better you're going to be. It's simple. No, go for no. I think that's what the book's called. I've I've certainly heard about it. It's a great book. It's inevitable as a saucer. You will have 10 times the properties that don't stack up. But what you're looking for is that golden nugget, and the golden nuggets will do you very, very well. One golden nugget can mean a payday that most can only dream of. Now, my first ever deal as a saucer, you know, put a lump sum of money in my bank that would have taken me over a year, a whole year, so earning my old day job, that was about being consistent and taking action every single day. Even when it felt like nothing was happening, it was. It really, really was. And it's just about taking that action. If you're a property source, or one word of advice is, you know, you have to accept it to journey. It will be a struggle and you will have bad days and weeks where you analyze and think, nothing's happening here i'm not progressing i'm not getting anywhere but rather than use that perception to make you feel negative and depressed use it to empower yourself and analyze what you could do better some days are diamonds and some days are rocks you live for those diamond days those days where you get offers accepted you find buyers those days when you you have money drop into the bank account and everything's okay with the world But the reality is, if you want regular income, you need to build a pipeline. Otherwise, it will be a case of feast or famine, as we said earlier. So if you have the right approach and work ethic and the mindset, then success, it it is a matter of time. That's all it is. It's a process. It's not luck. It's a process. If you work hard enough, you do the right things, you make the right decisions, you take the time, you put the effort in, you will get success. It's a given. It is just a matter of time. You know, it isn't easy. And that's why many people try it, fail, walk away. Try it, fail, walk away. Now, don't be one of those people if you're a property source of starting out. Understand the issues, understand, you know, what it's going to take and jump in. You just jump in with, uh, you know, both feet. Right? is isn't easy, but it is worth it. That's the bottom line. That's what I'm trying to get across to you. When you drop those deals, is sweeter than that first one. Believe you me, it is an amazing feeling. And on that note I think I'll leave you be. I've um, talked long enough on this one. I think this has been the longest podcast, um, over 20 minutes there. So yeah, I'm going to leave leave you be with that one. Hopefully you've took some positives away from that and give you a you know kind of an insight into what it takes to be a property sourcer, how to kind of approach and avoid some of the some of the common mistakes that people tend to make. So if you could share the love and subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. Thank you kindly. Your time is very much appreciated. And if you have any thoughts or you'd like to get in touch with us on the podcast, please do by emailing us on podcast at sourced.co. Until next time, take it easy. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Visit sourced.co for free training, videos and blogs.